Hi, it's Mickey Dolenz here. You're listening to Inspirato Projecto. It's now May 8th, 2019. Yatley crew is out here as we're setting up. Tonight we got a, or today we got a uh, private show at Jonathan Club, which is a yacht, like a beach club. There are a few of them out here in Santa Monica. We were here last year for the same thing. And uh, on the front of the stage, there is a sign on here. And the sign on here says, Band Sponsored by Ron Foth Advertising. So they had, once again, Band Sponsored by Ron Foth Advertising. I'm getting the idea that apparently uh, maybe Ron Foth, whoever that man is, um, is the one who paid for us to be here today. His, his advertising company, perhaps. I mean, shoot, that's that's pretty cool. So, uh, all right, I'm getting a sign. i got to shut this off. We'll talk more later. Only fools rush in. Wise man said, in love with you, a wise guy said. When you're a jet, you're a jet, all the way from your first beach cigarette to your last sign, Dianne. Yo, yo, Vasti, welcome to my beach boy. That was great. De Niro doing uh, West Side Story, that was great. That was from Analyze That. Beach bums, welcome to Beach bums. So today I'm with the Yachtly crew at the Jonathan Club. And, uh... Oh, this is delicious. Oh, I'm drinking some coffee. They gave us some really good hospitality here. See if you can hear these people in the distance a little bit. You get that clapping in the in the background there. So we're going to be performing here. Um, someone always tell me that I guess some other like Beverly Hills 90210 stuff has has been shot here, and I do believe I did a podcast before of Yachtly Crew being here at this location in the past. So you know, I think we're like 300. And, 20 episodes in at this point, possibly more. Uh, not to mention all of the episodes from Cade Chung. Uh, if you're also interested uh, in it, check out Coughcast, K A U F C A S T, K A U F C A S T, Coughcast. I did this with John. 
Krauser. Uh, Jack Bristow. A few other folks. Al Terry. Al. Uh, Alan Abel. Alan Abel. The, um... Alan Abel, the... The hoaxer. He was on the show. And, uh... He was on the show. So, it's really cool. It's all about Andy Kaufman. A lot of great people on that show. We interview a lot of awesome people. Rebecca Foster. Oh, just a lot of wonderful people. Wonderful people. <clears throat> so, check that out sometime. But here we are today at the Jonathan Club. And, uh, just been getting a lot of revelations. I mean, these people are giving us some wonderful hospitality here. I'm looking out at these lifeguard towers. I'm looking at crows flying. Earlier, I caught a seagull. I think I put it in my Instagram story. You got to catch it 24 hours. Those Instagram stories, they're only up 24 hours. <laughs> so, you know how those go. You know how those go. They're up for, for limited time only. Limited time only. Limited time only. Limited time only. Hurry up and check out our latest edition in the story of Instagram. For a limited time only. Only. For a or a for a for a or a or a or a or a limited time only. Only. Seagulls keep landing on my head But where else should I store my bread But on the top of my head Oh, seagulls keep landing on my head And eating all of my bread Oh yeah, all of my bread Can you hear those people? I'm looking in the distance. There are some people riding their bicycles, riding, riding along, riding along. There's a little kid playing on a, on a playground. I see a stack of umbrellas. Let's see if you can hear some of this lady. So, there you go. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, more later. More revelations. I just got back from a Yachtly Crew gig out there at the Jonathan Club. Go get some couple of couple of items. Okay, I can officially tell you now. I can officially tell you now. Uh, 
Okay, so the Domino Interactive Film Festival. Domino Interactive Film Festival is something my buddy Mike put together. And you can submit to it. Go to filmfreeway.com slash domino iff filmfreeway.com slash domino iff domino interactive film festival this is um This is going to be great for all filmmakers. Domino Interactive Film Festival is connected with Roku. They're connecting with Roku, Apple TV, and Amazon Fire all together, all at once. So if you if you submit if you submit to Domino Interactive Film Festival. If you submit there for a hundred dollars, if it's a short film, new media, music video, feature film, if you submit that hundred bucks, your project is guaranteed to play on television worldwide, globular, for everybody out there in the world to see. Your movie for a full four months. For four months, the world is going to vote on your project. Kind of like The Voice. You know how they have like text voting? I think they also do that for American Idol. I don't watch either of these. But I've. Mike was telling me they do this type of stuff. And for. For these shows, you can you can vote, and that kind of determines stuff. So, the audience, when you when you you know you let you let's say you upload, let's say you submit to Domino Interactive Film Festival, and you upload your project there, and uh, you get picked to go on television. Now, there's certain criteria. If you don't meet the criteria, guess what? You may you you get back your $100. So you're either A submitting 100 bucks to play on TV and enter a film festival. And if you're not picked, you get your 100 bucks back. So that's uh So that's one that that's one of the things that happens with this film festival. Film, film Festival uh, Domino IFF is going to happen June 24th through June 28th, 2020. Whereas, the, as the kids say, 2020. June 24th to June 28th, 2020. We're walking past uh, a bar here. So you can... And... 
So you enter, that's what happens. Now, let's say you got a trailer. There's something called Film Market TV. There's an extra channel called Film Market TV where you can enter a up to a, a two and a half minute trailer and at the end of the trailer you put a 30 second either a still image or a video um, you can introduce yourself or whatnot, or just a still photo and what you put up there is your contact information the whole idea of this for Film Market TV for your trailer the whole idea is that You uh, put your contact information for distributors to find you. And then the, what happens is you um, you put that up there for distributors to find you. And, and then, you know, you basically, if someone gets a hold of you, if someone gets a hold of you through your trailer, and I would suggest, this is one of the things, um, no personal phone numbers. I mean, perhaps let's say an office phone number or something, but not your personal phone number, not your personal email address. Maybe your LinkedIn page, maybe your um, Twitter or Instagram page. That would be something good to put on there. So these people can find you. But but not you know, not, not like have your personal phone number or anything they'll be able to get a hold of you but it just won't be this um, it won't be your personal phone number because really who wants to have their personal phone number out there for uh, millions of people to see it think about this when you enter your trailer or your movie into this film festival into this film festival first of all I don't know think about this when you enter a film festival, you've made a trailer, you've made a movie, short film, new media, music video, experimental film, etc., etc., etc. When you enter your movie into a film festival, um, you you are ho- you're you're hoping that they're going to accept your movie. Okay, let's think about this. The ultimate, the end, the end game of submitting your project to a film festival, the end game is that hopefully a distributor or sales agent is going to see your project and go, you know what, I, I'm going to buy this. That's the main thing, right? Isn't that the, isn't that the end game? So a lot of these folks, they spend all this money on entry fees for all these film festivals in hopes that they get accepted in hopes that they get screened to an unknown amount of faces how many how many how many people are going to be in that theater let's just say for instance if it's packed maybe it's going to be 500 people most likely less a lot of these film festivals there's maybe 100 seats or less how many of those people in there are going to be um, distributors how many of those people are going to be sales agents? How many of those people are going to be um, people who are there who 
want to buy your movie. So imagine this, you spend, for the trailers, it's 75 bucks. For the, for the other motion pictures, it's 100 bucks. But for, um, for trailers, oh my God, no way, I'm getting milk duds. You hear that? That's milk duds. I don't get these often. Oh my God. It's crazy. All these milk duds. I should say, while I'm here and here, I'm hearing this noise. I'm getting flashbacks of other. Like uh, dreams that I've had. And, uh,. I'm getting deja vu. Now, concurrently, I found these caramelized cream Hershey's gold peanuts and pretzels eggs, which I'm so compelled to get. I'm getting hot dogs in this, okay? All right, um, that's all for now. We'll talk more later. Thanks for listening. of each thing.
Oh, good. Good, thank you. How are you doing? So, uh, what do you what do you like to do in a you know outside of Uber when you're not doing Uber? Uh, not Uber. <laughs> um, what are your hobbies and I stuff? Play bass oh, cool. And, yeah. You in a band? Not right now. No. So you're playing bass, and what are what are some of your favorite uh, kinds of genres to to play uh, bass to? I like progressive rock. I like a little jazz. If you were in a band, what what, do you, what could you imagine you would be like some of your uh, kind of the, the the areas of music you'd be creating? Um, I'm a big fan of rip rock. I like like you know a lot of the Rush stuff and Zeppelin stuff, um, but maybe with a little bit more of a jazzy lean. Oh, okay. This is a, a band, Yachtly Crew, that I'm in. You can oh, cool. have that. If you want, you can check out any of the videos. We've got a bunch of videos. We're going to play a private gig today at, in uh, Hermosa Beach. Oh, nice. And so we play like 70s and 80s love songs by Michael McDonald and Hall and & Oates and Toto and all those guys, uh, all those great uh, maestros from back in the day. And it's so much fun just seeing the, the positivity that comes through everybody and just the, the fun, you know, that comes through. And a lot of those bass lines are pretty, pretty crazy and complicated and oh, very yeah. jazzy. And uh, so when you said progressive rock, I'm like, ah, progressive bass. I'm like, ah, yeah, I could totally imagine that. It's like being the Beethoven on bass or something. You're, oh, you're yeah. just, you know, you're finding all the different little little nuggets that, you know, you're just swimming around and finding how they all connect to each other. And... How long have you been doing this gig for? Uh, two years, actually. Okay. We've, we've been going and, and a lot of momentum has picked up and we've met a lot of great people and a lot of people that I never, ever expected to meet. And... Um, a lot of opportunities that I never would have expected what, it, what, what I'd find myself involved with, and uh, it's man, it's just it's just incredible. It's it's so fun to see how this stuff is picking up, and now we're playing in other states. We're going to be playing in Des Moines, Iowa, for a chili cook-off right. for like the World Chili Cook, like the the the, the you know the, the World Series basically of the chili cook-offs. <laughs> and so I can't wait to see what this is going to be like. Oh my God! I, I mean, thought a themed cover band, if done really right, would be a lot of fun. Just because people usually are more responsive because they're in the spirit of it, you know. It's just it could be a really good time. Yeah, I think uh, too because they see that we we're we're paying we're paying respect to the music, and so really, you know, the costumes are like a secondary thing. But the funny thing is, that's the very first thing they're blasted with is these costumes, and there's offset, and they're going, okay, well, I was coming in expecting to see like a Motley Crue parody band or something, cover band, and, and they're like, this, what's this all about? These guys are all in, you know, dressed like captains, and what the hell is this all about? And all of a sudden, then once they start getting into it, a lot of people show up there with the wearing captain's hats. People wear costumes. Some guy wore a parrot, a fake parrot on his shoulder one time. Some people wear they got their corncob pipes. They got they look like they're dressed for Fantasy Island or like uh, freaking Hawaii. They got Hawaiian shirts on, or they're straight out of Miami Vice or something. I mean, it's it's amazing to see that what what like especially people who love Halloween. Those are the people who really. Oh yeah, you know, are, are involved with themselves with this the most, and it's just, it's so much fun. And you know, I would just say, just you will, you know, you keep playing your bass, and especially the more you give your your, yeah, I would say, record your riffs, put your riffs out there on SoundCloud, you know, put all of your unfinished stuff even, just just put it out there, you know, and because then it's all just an archive for your future self to listen back on anyway. You can always improve on the riff. Every single musician. 
um, wants to improve on something they did in the past, you know, yet they knew what they knew in the past, you know, and they know what they know now. Yeah. Oh yeah, left here. So that's the funny thing is that we'll always progress. And, you know, heck, if if we always looked back at our old stuff and, and never said, oh, you know, I could have improved there. Well, then that just means that we never improved since that 10 years ago or five years ago or one yeah. year ago. That means that we just stayed where we were at and we just collected algae that whole time. Like, okay, yeah, good. Sounds like I didn't improve. Perfect. Right where I want to be. <laughs> like, I don't think anyone says that. So it's neat. You know, you might as well put the riffs out there. Might as well put it out there and, you know, and then be able to have those little treasures for your for yourself. And, and then people out there, someone will hear it and go, oh, I want to be in a band with this guy. Oh, yeah, turn right here. But there are lots of different, you know, meetups, all kinds of different places for you to meet a lot of great bandmates. And I would say just just keep, dude, from the what I've seen with the momentum that's built with here, you know, especially if you build it on, on a foundation of good vibes and, and positivity, wow, it will stretch so far. It will go so far. Oh, yeah, right here by this fence. Check it out for sure, and good luck yeah. in today's gig. Dude, thank you so much. You take care. Have a great day. Tell uh, BB the cat I say hi. And, uh, Absolutely. And I'll see you next time, no doubt, at some point. Bye. Take care. Yay, I found you again. <laughs> uh, a while back, I had a station called Horns and Halos, and I lost access to my account. So, I made a new one, and I had to find you because you were one of my favorite, favorite stations, so I'm so happy I found you, and yeah, I'm going to have to listen to so much that I've missed, but um. I just wanted to say that I was happy that I found your station again. Uh, I hope you've been doing well. So, that sweet message you just heard there, uh, was from what was formerly known as Horns and Halos podcast. Now her podcast goes by the name of Enigma, and it really means a lot to me. The fact that I get to hear this feedback from people out there in the world who are listening to this, I'm so grateful that this technology enables me to record this information for my future self to listen to again someday. Also for my fu my future lives, to, uh, ideally to somehow find their way to me. I'm doing whatever I can so my future lives can find a way to connect with their past life in a present tense. So they go, oh my gosh, I used to be this guy, or oh, I used to be that guy. Uh, I mean, if you found out that you in a past life or future life you were this particular personality, it'd be kind of fun to then go back and read their, their books. Or, or listen to their music or what have you to see how much of those elements you really resonate with. There could be lyrics in there. There could be, you know, something in there that relates exactly to what's going on in your life right now. And so it's quite interesting. So Enigma, thank you for the wonderful thing. Well, thank you for finding me and thank you for sending me that message. I... 
am currently uh, in Philly Ocean's car. See, we're on our way to a gig, St. Rock, out there in Hermosa Beach, in California. It's a private, private party. And St. Rock is a... It's, it's known for a lot of the bands that have gone through there. So it's f- <clears throat> phenomenal for me to look up these posters and go, oh my gosh, this band that I you know like listening to or used to listen to or whatever, bam, they're playing on the stage. This is crazy. I'm playing on these same stages they're playing on. This is amazing. Uh, now, in addition to Yachtly Crew, in addition to a lot of artistic things, a lot of artists have other jobs. And one of those is uh, handiwork or running Airbnbs. And uh, that's what Philly Ocean does. So we stopped, sometimes on the way to gigs, we'll stop at a couple of clients' house to pick, to clear up some things that need to be cleared up. And that's where he's at right now. He's helping hang a picture inside of one of his clients' houses. He does a lot of handiwork. And people just don't know how to hang their paintings in their houses, so they call him up and have him come out and do it. And so he factored that into our, our travel out to Hermosa Beach today. And I gotta say, everything is just looking beautiful. The more that we realize, I'm still reading Convoluted Universe, book five, by Dolores Cannon. And, you know, I've just gotten into this idea of like, wow, okay, whatever divine guidance guidance wherever it wants me to go, however it wants this thing to turn out, that's how it's going to turn out. So lately, as I've been kind of playing with that idea, and it's it's thanks to Dominique being on K-Chung, 16.30 a.m. on K-Chung, which you can listen to that episode. Uh, we just recently had it on Monday, from Monday, May 6th, maybe? Is that what it was? Uh, Monday, from K-Chung Studios, Chinatown. You can check it out, Mixcloud. Go to mixcloud.com slash projecto. You can go there, you can hear that episode if you want. The stuff we talked about. She read our tarot cards on the air. And one of the things that she was saying a lot was divine guidance. Oh, if divine guidance wants, you know, if it's according to divine guidance. And I thought that was interesting. She was, it's that idea of still allowing yourself to dream big, yet not attaching to it. And allowing the universe to 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 uh, to fill in those blanks for you, and 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 making a vow with yourself that you will keep your eyes that you will keep your eyes open for those omens, for those signs. You'll keep your eyes open for those things, so it just leads you in the direction of where it's it's going. Boop, 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 boop. There you go. So intriguing, divine guidance. So a lot of this impatience, a lot of the stuff that I would find myself dealing with in the grocery stores all of a sudden I just let it melt away I go okay divine guidance I stop a lot of times I'll just stop in my tracks stop in my tracks and I'll spin myself around and I'll go backwards I'll just go backwards even if I didn't want to get anything in that aisle there you go bam it's fun because then it's also psychological it's a a subliminal sort of hip hypnotical kind of thing to play with yourself and going oh, and you go okay I'm I'm fluid I'm improvisational how do I become more improvisational 
you know, that would be great. And another thing is to erase the habit of going... See, this is so crazy. So you go, if divine guidance wants it, yet at the same time you know that you're manifesting it. So there's this idea of you know it's going to happen, your higher mind will take care of it. So it's... How should I say? Rather than using if, what if we use the word when it happens? When it happens. When it happens. You just assume it then. Your future self is already doing it, so... When it happens. And then when you think about that, okay, it already happened. So my future self, it's already happening. And in fact, there's another future self farther ahead than that future self where it already happened. So maybe it's just fun to get in that mode that it already happened. A lot of times we hear from these motivational speakers, get into that mindset of how it feels while it's happening. And that's awesome. You get in that feel. I love that. I love that idea. I love that. Also, how do we feel about how it happened? If we are enjoying how it's happening, why would we even allow ourselves the foresight of, of allowing ourselves that possibility of saying, uh, oh, I loved it, but, uh, you know, we could have changed that. Well, how about I loved it, and I can see what we can add onto it for the future, rather than going, it was missing this, it was missing that. It's not so much of a missing thing, because everything that you needed and what it was, you know, what it, what it was there for happened. So there are no missing pieces. There are additional pieces that can be added for future reference. So that way we don't have to beat ourselves up over the uh, over the head going, I should have done this, I should have done that, I could have done this, oh, I would have done that if, uh. And getting caught in those stories, that's not going to perpetuate any good vibes. That's, that's, no. Mm -mm 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 -mm. That's pulling from a reservoir, choosing valuable real estate. Think about every single moment is a, is a moment of valuable real estate that you have in your brain at that moment. Valuable real estate, valuable real estate, this moment, this moment, this moment, this moment, valuable real estate. What do you want to fill up that valuable real estate with? I'm learning of this as I'm saying it. I'm saying this as I'm learning it right now. What is that valuable real estate that we want to put in there? I'm saying this out loud to myself and to you. To you, my future self, and to you, my all of myself, all of the reflections of myself. I am you, you are me, we are all together. <laughs> I am the walrus, you are the walrus. Goo goo gachoo. <laughs> radio Gaga, radio goo goo gachoo. That's you, that's me. Divine, D I V I N E, divine, divine, ein, in. There's that root word again, in. That was something my buddy uh, Kleinberg and I, Eric Kleinberg. My middle name is Eric, so his first name is Eric. My my first name was going to be Eric. He's Eric Kleinberg. I'm Kurt Eric Clendenin. And his name is K-L-E-I-N Berg. Klein. In. Klein. Klein. Einberg. Inberg. Clenden in. So we would always joke, wow, in. We're both in. We are both reaching in. There's a Ken Nordine poem that's, that's uh, 
word jazz that he does called reaching into in. I love that. So we are in. So whenever we look at that in, what's in? In insight, intuition. Another way of saying in is en, like encouragement, your encouragement. Encouragement, you're giving energy to that courage. In, encouragement is giving energy to the courage. Encouragement, that's when you're already in it. You're in the courage. Inspired. Intuition. Incredible. In credibility. Incredible. Incredible. Interesting. (laughs) Interesting. You're in. It's like a pin. In. Needle. In. Pin, push in. In, reach into in. Improbable. <laughs> improbable. It's what's so fun about these words. Shakespeare has made up bazillions of words. Amazement is one of them. And it just makes so much sense. We get to make up these words. Play more with language. Make it your own. Spell what you want. You're the spellcaster. It's your spell. What are you spelling? What are you spelling? In. Combustion. T-I-O-N. There's usually action. In. There we go. In. You're in the act. Action. When there's a shun... T-I-O-N T-I-O-N Interesting T-I-I-O-N So that's ion Ion Eon Ion We break up that word I-I That's me I Also E-Y-E I-O-N On It's turning it on Ion Bam That's one I of being on That is one Let's just say it's subatomic One on There's so much fun that we can find with language if we choose to if we choose to play with it. We can find a lot of gold nuggets in there, especially when we start combining that stuff with 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 letters. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, numbers. The numbers and the letters, and you find the commonalities. I-O-N, I. I had this revelation. The I is an upside-down exclamation point. What's an exclamation point? I always think of... I think of a lightning bolt as an exclamation point. It's a punctuation mark. It's a... It's a revelation. It's an epiphany. It's a... Bam! It's something to pay attention to. Attention, attention. Bam! You put the exclamation point when it's loud, when it's... You want to be heard, when... Bam! Ion, ion. It's flipping it on. You're flipping it on. Bam. Bam. Flipping it on. Turning it on. I. Turn on your eye. Bam. Exclamation point. Interesting is that. How interesting is that? I. Bam. 
introspection, introspection. When it's I, it seems like it goes within, doesn't it? I, look at that little letter I, I. Imagine the, the beam, so you got the little dot, and then you got the beam, the beam, I imagine. Imagine if those are the root, like roots, or energy. I, you flip that exclamation point, it's going out, it's beaming out. Which is funny, out. It's being on and out, outwards. Louder. interesting is that when you think about that some plants you find underground other plants you see above ground you would never expect by looking at the weed of a carrot that you could eat a carrot because the carrot is the root apple it's on the outside it's of a tree you see it exclamation point is a carrot more of an I I me You could really go down the etymology rabbit hole when you when you when you really look at that stuff. So whatever we're giving to this real estate in this moment right now, whatever we're giving to this real estate in this moment now, and by this real estate, which just being my ant antennae, antennae. Real estate is the space that we're holding within our brains in this moment, this moment, this moment. How are we feeling about that space? What are we doing to feel great? Ultimately, excitement, enthusiasm, laughing, as hard as we do, thrills, that is, that's it, source, that's it. These, little did we realize, the universe invented these rides, invented these abilities for us to be able to get closer to source, to, to remember. Like Bashar says, remember. You're a member, remember. Get yourself back to being a member of this. You're remembering. Membering membrane. Remembrane. There's the membrane. You're remembering you are that membrane. <laughs> membrane. Me. Me. Brain. Membrane. M. Empathy. Emotion. M. Me. M. Mem. Memo. Me, meow, meander, milk, <laughs> meant, I meant to do that, me, meant to do that, ent, ent, entertainment, me, I meant to entertain that idea, meant, ent, enter, I meant to enter, me, me, enter, meant, Mentor, 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 mentor. You're entering a different or. Or is like another track that's going on. Or you could do this. Or you could do that. Or you could do this.
Isn't it fun? The epiphanies, the revelations. Get your ideas out there, folks. Get your ideas out there. Inspire us. Inspire yourself. Don't worry about inspiring us. You. Inspire you. We're just a byproduct of how much you're being inspired. The more you're inspired, the more we're inspired. Inspired. You gotta be in it, though. Spire. Spirit. Be in spirit. You gotta be in the spirit to inspire. Be in the spirit. Inspire. Inspire and inspire. You're being inspired in spirit. Inspire. Now you're encouraging someone to be inspired. To be in the spirit. Hmm. Inspire. That could be an aspire. Spire is like spiral. Two. Spiral of spirit. End spirit. Enter the spiral. Enter the Fibonacci sequence. Spire. Staircase. Spires. Sp- spire. Spin. Spire. R E. Re. Remember. Return. Re. It's to do it again, right? So, spire. R E. In spirit, and you re. The R E is to do it again. Inspire. You read. You're going, going, going. It's fun when we when we break down these words and these words really mean something to us. Now when we say these words, they really we know that we're casting, we're intentionally casting this spell. A lot of times we hear, oh, words are words, words are words, words are words. Yes, and no. Words are the containers for the vibrations. Words also are the word is a, a vib. Word is a vibration. A word is a vibration in itself. There's an intention that's hiding in that word. There's words have been altered throughout the years and changed from what they used to come from. So they've been given new camouflages. So now when you say one word, it really actually is meaning a different word. Um, it's intriguing when we think about it. But the words are important. Words is the spell casting. Words are the spell casting. I need to breathe more deeply. Let's breathe deep together. I need to stop being afraid that the ideas that are coming to me... I just got to remember, they're plentiful. I'm not in a rush to hurry up and get these things done. There doesn't need to be a rush. own divine perfection. Let it be. Something that Bashar said. He said, nothing matters. What you believe matters. Nothing matters. What you believe matters. So let's think about matter, coming from an imagination into matter, something you can see. 
but just a different camouflage. It's there, but now it's dense. It's become crystallized. It's, it's there now. So what you believe, this is another one that goes along with it. Believing is seeing. What you believe about this is what you see. So, walk in with a lens into some place, particular belief, particular lens, you will see that. There you go. There you go. So you walk into a house, there's a huge painting. And you believe that the color red is repulsive. You hate the color red based on whatever reason you got. Maybe it goes all the way back to third grade or something. And you used to have a teacher that was so mean all the time, but they always wore red. So ever since then, you're like, I am protesting against red. No more red. I hate it, hate it, hate it. So you walk into there. Your belief already is red. You walk in there, and now all of a sudden you're seeing red everywhere, and you're going, oh, no, this place is filled with red. I hate it, I hate it. Another person walks in there like, my belief is that everywhere is art. So they walk in, and they see the art everywhere rather than the red everywhere. They see how everything is artistic. They see the way that the couch is sitting, the way that it's sitting, the color it is, and the texture, looking over at the flower arrangement that's on the table, looking over at the books, the way that the books look in the shelf, the way that they're arranged, the statues in the bookshelf, the uh, et cetera, et cetera, paintings on the walls. What are you seeing? What are you believing? What are you believing and then seeing? That could be a test. Send me a message, 561-203-9179. Text me, call me, whatever you want. It's going to go to the voicemail. So if you text, it'll go there. I'll be able to see what you text. So text it, and I'll read it on the air. Anyway, I hope all is well. There's more, more on its way.